His fall was both humiliating and motivational. Todd Snyder, Drexler's former head of menswear at Gap, advised him to seek out Lyons, at the time J. Crew's vice president of women's design, likening her to Calvin Klein in the early days. Jenna was a great designer, she looks like a model, and then she talks like the best salesperson you ever met, says Snyder. I think she's the most talented person he's ever worked with in design. Their partnership would mark the end of the days when J. Crew's product design was dictated by corporate strategy. Together they would make and sell only what they loved. Their love would not be unconditional. They would adjust their product line always, trying new ideas, assessing, and quickly getting rid of anything that didn't work. Under Drexler and Lyons, J. Crew would become a company of constant and freewheeling experimentation, iteration, adaptation. On the surface, the two are an unlikely fit. Drexler, a 68-year-old from the Bronx, Lyons, a Southern Californian, who, at 44, looks like a J. Crew model before the airbrushing. Yet they share an ebullient, unself-conscious nature, and they have set the standard for running a business focused on design. Though he is a notorious micromanager, Drexler doesn't stifle the talent funneling his obsessiveness toward the steps that come before and after the creative process. And though she has been called a designer's designer, Lyons has instinctive business acumen. In Lyons, Drexler has found a partner to create both an ethos of mutual support for creative risk-taking and a unified aesthetic that suffuses the company and is spreading through the culture at large which is how Lyons came to have the unusual dual role of J. Crew's top creative executive and its president. What it says, Lyons claims, is that no financial decision weighs heavier than a creative decision. They are equal. J. Crew employees reveal themselves by the nakedness of their ankles. It's as if the company's uniform, ambiently dictated by Lyons, is enforced only from the knees down. Bare ankles for men and women alike, whether with suede bucks, ballet flats, heeled ankle boots, high-top converse, vintage Nikes, or glittery pumps, fill the company's East Village headquarters. At a review in early March for a jewelry catalog shoot, sockless stylists, art directors, and merchants gather before Lyons as she interprets from a wall mocked up with outfits paired with samples from the company's latest accessories collection. This, not so pretty, Lyons says, her delicate hand clasping a chunky turquoise necklace hanging at the neck of a white linen suit. As she continues along the wall, her underwhelmed reaction becomes increasingly apparent. But instead of pointing fingers, she senses a deeper problem, and the jewelry review turns into a meditation session. It seems like you guys feel you didn't have a lot to play with, Lyons asks. The stylist agrees. Lyons starts probing to figure out how the stylists gain access to jewelry for a shoot, which is just where the problem began. When something hasn't been as beautiful as it can be, the reason is always bigger than the thing, Lyon tells me afterward. Here the reason was miscommunication between the stylists and the merchandisers. At this stage I'm like a glorified crossing guard, says Lyons. It's like try to keep people motivated, keep the traffic moving keep people from getting stumped or stopped by a problem. She has a therapist's touch as well. Every time I walk in her door, she reads my mind in three seconds. I think she knew I was pregnant before I did, says Ashley Sargent Price, who does art direction for J. Crew's catalogs and website. 
She knows how to make you feel appreciated, even if you need to be redirected. The skill is an essential one for getting the best out of designers who, Lion holds, don't operate by the same rules as other people in business. Managing creative people, not so easy, she says, a lot of emotion, a lot of stroking. Some people need tough love, some people need a lot of love. Above all is the challenge of managing in a subjective realm. There is no right or wrong answer, says Lyons. When someone creates something and puts it in front of you, that thing came from inside of them, and if you make them feel bad, it's going to be hard to fix, because you've actually crushed them. This sensitivity stems in part from a challenging childhood. Lyons was born with incontinentia pigmenti, a genetic disorder that led to scarred skin, patchy hair, and lost teeth, requiring dentures as a kid. Her gawkiness, she's now six feet tall, didn't help. As a result, she was subjected.